0: Welcome to the workshop. The workshop is an adult class held on Sunday mornings, facilitated by teachers and pastors from New West Community Church. The goal of the workshop is to equip and encourage those in the faith to grow in the strength and knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ, and to be prepared to give a reason for the hope that is within them. Some of the content within the series has been edited out in order to shorten the length of each episode. If you want to learn more about the series, we encourage you to attend in person Sunday mornings at nine a.m., we also look forward to your questions, comments, concerns, and suggestions. You can contact us by emailing Pastor Tim at Tim at New west All right, let's get started. Grab your seat, finish topping up your coffee if you need to. It's 9.01, as Brother Bob has informed me. Let's get started. Um, Pastor Tim, would you mind praying for me, please? <laughs> okay, so I'll just speak like this, and you guys can all hear me okay? Awesome. All right. Welcome, grab a seat. So uh, the, one of the f- two things that Pastor Tim required of me in preparation here was to check homework. So, I was not here last week, but I am told that there was homework, and which reading plan are you doing? You don't need to tell me, but share at your table, which reading plan are you doing, and which version of the Bible are you going to be using? Um, And if you haven't done the homework, or you're like me, you missed last week, then find somebody at the table and have them follow up with you later this week so that you can catch it. Go. Okay. So hopefully, everybody had time to share and get their accountability partner set up. We're going to move on now. William, would you do a clap for us, please? Thank you. Oh, oh come on (laughs) now. You had two in the back that helped. (laughs) All right. So one question that I want us to think about and and just briefly answer. Okay, so just briefly discuss at your tables, are, and if so, how, tithes and offerings different? You can, of course, use your Bibles. Um, And if you come up with one or two definitions, that's fine as well. Go ahead. All right, so hopefully there was some good discussion there. Kuirei, Kui what did your table come up with? Are tithes and offerings the same thing? Is it one thing or is it two things? No, it's different. It's different, okay. Did anybody did anybody say they were the same? One, okay. All right, uh, the first table that I asked, What what definitions did you guys come up with? So according to Malachi 3:10 and 2 Corinthians what which first? seven. So you're saying that Malachi is a definition for tithes and 2 Corinthians is a definition for offerings. Okay. Uh, Donna, go ahead. Okay, and did you come up with definitions or did you just discuss them? Okay. Okay. Start starting to look at the heart. That's good. Pastor Paul, what about your table? Okay. Did you? But you you said they were step different. We said they were different. Okay. Okay. Uh, Dean, what about your table? Okay. So fairly similar. Okay. Uh, Pastor Tim, what did you and Marika discuss? <laughs> All right. <laughs> and I'll, I'll let you get your alternate version in. No, I'm sure it wasn't that one. We're talking about our menu plan. <laughs> no, we. Uh, well. Okay, so you're saying that the, the definitions have changed. Well, I don't know if the definitions. Have okay, I think I think Bob was yeah. leaning into that. So okay, I'll so look. We... Right, thank you. And Bob and Co. <laughs> Donna, and then Pastor Paul. All right, <laughs> <laughs> Pastor Paul. We'll, will maybe we'll save that one for later. If you want to keep discussing that one. Oh, okay. Well, did you need one to do share now? Okay, go ahead, Bob. <laughs> and Pastor Paul. going to prescribe gross or net or 10% or 33%. You, I'll leave that with you and the Lord, but, um, but don't shy away from talking about it just because we're in church. Okay, so what does the Bible say? Now, multiples of you have already picked on some of the uh, passages I was looking through in preparation, but we've got six tables, and oh look, we've got six pairs of passages, so, uh, Tim and Marika, if you can take Matthew 6, 19 to 24 and 1 Timothy 6, 9 to 10. Ron's table, Luke 2, 21, 1 through 4 and Proverbs nineteen seventeen, 17. Uh, Paul's table, 2 Corinthians 9, 6 through 9 and Matthew 6, 2 through 4. Pastor Jantz, in your table, Matthew 23, 23 and 24 and Malachi 3, 8 to 11. Margaret and Friends, First Chronicles 21, 23 to 25, and Genesis 14, 16 to 23, and Bob and Young Adults, oh, William table. okay, William and Company, uh, Acts 2, 44 to 45, and First Timothy 5, 8. So, what I would like you to do is, hang on, hang on. What I would like you to do is to determine which principles are found in the passages. Uh, It might be one principle in both. It might be two separate principles. But find what, what principles are there, and then think about applying the principles to your own life and what difficulties you may face with application. Okay. Okay, I hear a few tables have gone silent. Do the rest of you still need more time? They're not, there's no confirm or deny here. (laughs) Okay, wrap it up and I'll start with one of the quieter tables. Tim and Marika, who took yes. notes there? Sorry? Who took notes there? Uh, my wonderful, beautiful wife. Wonderful. Uh, Tim. Oh, there we go. Okay. Nice. So what what did your recorder record? <laughs> my recorder. <laughs> do you want to do a fact check? <laughs> okay, and, and what is challenging about applying those principles? Marika. <laughs> uh, <about it. laughs> well, the table that you're a part of. <laughs> <laughs> to meet their bodily needs. Yeah. Okay. We shouldn't have, yeah, attitude that God will supply for us if we give sacrificially. Ah, okay, as a greedy sort of... Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Good. And did you guys, as a table, did you guys come up with any uh, difficulties or challenges with applying those principles? Did you, did you land with, you don't have to answer if you didn't get there, but do you, did you land on any concrete either distinctions or uh, mindset for how to overcome those challenges? Not really. Okay, that's fine. No problem. Good. Thank you for sharing. Pastor Paul's table, who was the note taker there? Could you repeat those words, please? Okay. Which some people might think is exactly the opposite. But one of the keys may be the fact that we can trust Good. And did you guys come up with any particular challenges in applying that? Maybe there's some The heart, yeah. Good. Good. Thank you for sharing those. Um Claire and Margaret, your table? What did you guys come up with? Has to cost you something? So just yeah. for the people who didn't read it, just briefly summarize what are the two passages <laughs> that you read. Okay. All right, give me the first chronicles uh, one then. What happened there? Yeah, so I'll just, I'll try and summarize those two accounts. Um, So Abram went and rescued his nephew Lot, as well as some of the people and goods that had been stolen from the surrounding towns. And then when he came back, God gave him victory. When he came back, um, Melchizedek came, and Abram paid tithes to, to the priest of God. And then when he went back, after that, the king of one of the... Sodom, I think, said, Oh, take the goods. Thank you for bringing the people back. And Abram said, No, no, no. Take your stuff. What the men have eaten and what my allies took, they can keep. But I'm not going to keep anything because I swore to God I won't take a sandal strap so that nobody can say, I made Abram rich. And then in 1 Chronicles, David is told by the prophet Gad, I think, to go to the threshing floor and make a sacrifice there to stop the plague after he started a census that he shouldn't have. And when he gets there, the owner of the land says, here, take the land, take the oxen, take the wood, burn it, here's some grain. And David says, no, 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 I'm gonna pay the full price for it because I won't give God what didn't cost me anything. So um, just so everybody else has the context, carry on with what you guys applied from that. And I think the obvious challenge is it hurts to be sacrificial. <laughs> Great. Okay. And over here, I heard the word communism. <laughs> <laughs> so let's just quickly catch that up. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what, what principles did you hear uh, from the word <laughs> 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 I see. It's one of my best efforts. It's not funny it's not an even distribution. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Good. So, a couple more things here. Why should we give? Because God said so. That's a good answer, right? <laughs> Okay, so using the activity you just did and your biblical knowledge or your lookup skills, somebody mentioned, you've got a concordance on your phone, um, make a list of benefits and promises around giving. I'm not gonna give you quite as much time as the last activity. Uh, Please do actually have somebody write down, just bullet point, single or three word things if you want. Uh, And then we'll just go around the tables and share one thing each, okay, go ahead. Yes, include references, please, if you're if you're not using the ones that we just did. Uh, Paul? Not necessarily. It could be just principles that are reasons to give. Okay. Let's bring it back together. And I'm going to go... Oh, oh I, I hear some people. So have you got one thing written down? Okay, so we'll. we'll hopefully nobody else got that one thing, and then we'll... So we're gonna go around the other way. Oh, let's, attention. (laughs) Okay. Thank you, Tim and Marika. Thank you, Dean. Thank you, Paul. All right, we're gonna start here. We're gonna go around, reverse order. Just share one, one of the things. A reason a reason why or a benefit or a promise giving is that's related to giving. Okay, so God sees it and he will reward it. Okay, great. Next table. Okay, and where where do you get that from? From Malachi? Okay. So for for the work of ministry. Okay. Good. There is another New Testament passage that very closely works yeah. up. You guys okay, well, well actually let's jump to that then. What's the what's the reference for that mean? Okay. Well, well our part is that um, um the people who preach about or teach about the church are the to make their moving problem about the whole who right? Yeah. What, what I'm looking for the reference though. Okay. Great. And um your table have another What? Uh, oh, well, and that pastor doesn't live in poverty. Yeah. Good. Okay, and back table there. Okay, good. So that sounds like similar to what this table said. Okay, no, that's fine. Okay, do you have chapter and verse? Proverbs 14, read the whole chapter and you'll find that one. Good. Awesome. Uh, The other back table. So, some more thoughts about giving. How should we give? What should we think about when we give? Pray before you start. Because if you just sit down with your checkbook, And do the math, which Jesus says you should do, but make sure you do it with the right attitude. So check your heart, and then do actually step out in faith. Remember that God already owns all of it. Someone said that earlier. Um, And I I put in brackets here, if any, involve the right people in refining your plan. So if you are married, please talk to your spouse before you sign that check. and if, if you struggle with financial planning in general, maybe find another mentor in the church, someone who's godly, who will point you to the biblical principles regarding giving uh, and, and get some advice. But we do want to be careful, obviously, not to sound a trumpet before us when we when we give. So with wisdom, involve other people. Um, and then do commit to what you've, if you've made a commitment or if you've made a vow to God, he is very clear that you don't get to back up out of it. When you've committed to something, you stick to it. Uh, and then more on the practical side of things here, when you when you see where your money is coming in from, um, look at your spending habits, see where you can make changes that makes sense. If you find that your Starbucks bill is way out of proportion Maybe once a week instead of every day, or something like that. Um, Just picking. Just for the record. We no longer fall into that category. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Uh, If you have debt, deal with that as as wisely and as quickly as you can, because that is going to be a hindrance to your generosity potential. Um, if you have lesser or evil things that are sucking away your finances, cut them out. If you're spending your money on things that feed your sinful passions, get rid of it. If oh yes, no, well I've got lesser there as well for the not for the things that are potentially not sinful. Yes, so i got an and or here. You're, you're picking apart my grammar. So, so, okay, so what I meant with that was some things are okay, like Starbucks. You can spend money on Starbucks. Uh, but if it's not required or it's not beneficial or it's dragging things, resources, away from somewhere else where it could be better used, that would fall under lesser things. So Cut it out as you can, as required. Evil things would be sinful. So if there's, if you're spending money on Netflix and it's not edifying at all, well that's, I would say that's sinful. get rid of it. If you're spending $10 a day on cigarettes, stop. Uh, Obviously there's grace in how that happens with addiction and things like that, but that's that's what I meant. Does that clarify? Yeah. Okay, Okay. (laughs) thank you. and you are investing money in it. If you're spending money on it, you're investing money in it. Okay, and then way, just some other thoughts here, way about what saving for the future looks like, what investment opportunities might come your way, and then the physical possessions that you have or or have control of um, according to God's leading. I'm not gonna get into the, the details of what that would look like, but ask God for wisdom and, and do spend some time thinking about, okay, is this like, I know some people are, you know, they've, they've made a vow I would say that they're not going to put beyond a certain amount into RSPs because they want to rely on God for their daily needs at that point in life. If, if he allows them to live that long, um, other people obviously do put into their RSPs, and that's between you and God. I know I'm not going to say you should or shouldn't, um, but do think about it. And then uh, something from that Ron mentioned last week at the AGM, giving in kind, it's not just a dollar amount that you can give to God. Um, In in the Old Testament, obviously there was much giving in kind. People would literally bring the fruits that fell off the tree or the grain that they harvested and things like that, um, or they would turn it into money and donate that. So think if If God has given you um, means that fall under that kind of a category, consider that kind of giving as well. Our ministry model, this is the other thing Pastor Tim required of me in preparation, was to remind our church what it is that we have to, um, as this local church body, how we've uh, categorized our ministry model, in the home, in a small group, In the church and in the world and i realize i'm over time here so i apologize Uh, for in the home show the other people in your home what godly giving looks like involve them to an appropriate degree Um, and i think this even includes children like let them know what you're doing with your money in a reasonable fashion Um, in your small group you might want to focus on a particular missionary or missions agency or sponsor a child or something like that uh, in the church, um, whether it's this local church or another one, uh, make sure that you are giving your tithe and offering, if you've got that as one thing or as two, um, that that's going to God's work. Uh, and then in the world, uh, if there are other sort of global church or missions opportunities that God puts on your heart, um, if you feel that, be very careful if you give cash to somebody just on the street, but I do believe that God occasionally will require that of some of us. Um, I would would constitute that as giving in the world. Okay, so homework is to choose one of those, one of these four sections, and create a plan that relates to your giving in that area. So, if you are choosing the home segment, then you, you should also include the people in your home as part of that plan. Uh, if you're doing a small group focus, maybe go this week at small group, discuss that uh, briefly and see if you guys can come up with something to work on together. So it has to be written down. Uh, you don't have to share it next week, but you do have to share if you did it. Okay? Yeah, today so far we've been talking primarily about money, but you're absolutely right. Um, God has given us life and breath and everything. Uh, including our skills, whether it's laboring here on a cleanup day or uh, the time that we have that we set aside uh, for rest or for ministry. Yeah, that's absolutely s- things that we should consider as we give generously to God and his work. Yes, that's what she was saying. Yeah. So these are just a few quotes that I heard. I don't have the references. I think most of them might have come from my mom. God doesn't need your money. He owns everything already. And you will never outgive God and give until it hurts. Well, yes, you can try. Yes, Ivan. Wow. Thank you. Yeah, and it's good to have those examples in the church where we can look to what's, how does sharing all things in common look without. Going beyond. Yeah, good. Okay, and then just one last thing here. Actually, I'm going to have you pray in just a moment. Um, this was a little idea that sparked from a bank my parents gave me as a child. Uh, it's not exactly the same, but I figured if God saved me, then my money can fall into those categories as well. Okay, we can what's giving to God, what's being saved for the future, and what's being used up right away. Uh, If that helps you or your children, please feel free and I'll put it back up on the slide after.